I don't know what it is. I really do probably just need new glasses. I can't believe you don't. Are you still 2020 eagle eye action? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not anymore. Um, no. I've still got ridiculous long vision for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but my short vision is getting terrible. Like, I have to do the thing where you hold it on. Oh. Hang on. <clears throat> so that's uh, yeah, that's in the, that's quite recent. It's like in the last couple of years that's happened. But I don't need uh, I don't need any glasses yet to do anything. Uh, I just need longer arms. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get those. <laughs> you just say that, don't you? Now because probably there's an assumption that you can get everything. So you can always say, if you'd stuck for someone to say, you could probably get those. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, yeah. I just want to know more than anything what you were doing when you came up with the question. Does it, does it make, uh, do people who believe in God draw better? <laughs> <laughs> it's an obvious question. You've all it's it's one of those questions that we've all asked. We've all, we've all asked it. We've all asked it, haven't we? We've gone, you know, you look at a religious painting and you go, is it extra good because the guy or the person had a direct line <laughs> and then feel a bit jealous? I think. <laughs> Because you feel like you're being more important, don't you? You feel like I'm making an oil painting. Yeah. And then, and also when you're painting paintings where you don't know what the outcome's going to be, then that's got to be at some level some kind of spiritual activity or some kind of soulful activity. But I don't know. But then also you could call it just tickling things around till it looks like something. Yeah. But you do that as a practice anyway, don't you? The tickling thing is something that you... Yeah, but when you're tickling oil paint, you feel a bit more... Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Monsieur! <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Uh, do. Is, is it... Do. That you feel, huh? well, instead of graphite powder, because you normally tickle graphite powder, that's where tickling well, came from, the phrase... Yeah, it's definitely heavier, I reckon. Right. Um, did you uh, send me that picture of a cat's bottom with the words 136 bottles per week? Uh, <laughs> for any reason? That was just a little bit of drawing I did this morning. Okay, nice. But not with, and then not with a bamboo pen. And then whenever I do that, I think that was stupid because I should have always be drawing because then I can post them up. Yeah. The old bamboo pen. Hmm? What was it with then? Flipping Uniball. One of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, bloody lovely. The Uniball Air, made in Japan. Sort of like a cross between a gel pen and a fine liner. Okay. With a slightly flexible, 
No, no, it was because the nib was super flexible, a lovely flexible nib. That's the like, big thing for you, isn't it? You're always talking about flexible. Ah, it's a big thing for fountain pens, really. A flexible fountain pen nib made of gold <laughs> should be given to every student when they join the course. What a lovely thing, with their name on. Oh, that would be a nice touch, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd feel valuable, wouldn't you? And you'd just say, right, just draw with that all the time. Yeah. Brilliant. I've been talking to quite a lot of the staff, um about drawing and about pen usage and it's quite interesting that they all say they have you know like they talk about these kind of fancy pens that they've got but then mm. when you dig down a bit deeper they they all just use one one pen <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know but you're always fighting how pretentious that would be wouldn't it yeah you're just you're stu- welcome to my studio and you've just got like one pen in a pot <laughs> that's it and, and just a pad of white paper and I've decided to forget loads of people's na- like artist names recently that's not going to be good for the podcast is it just like I don't need to oh David Shrigley alright obviously not quite got rid of that yet but yeah. I'm aiming to <laughs> no just cl- just to clear out it's not meant to be offensive in any way it's just a clear out <laughs> Um, the hierarchical no there's just no not at all just things where you think I can't remember and then you remember and then you think ah what was the point of remembering that (laughs) that was such a huge effort better to have completely forgotten it and then just go not going to go there (laughs) but he I think he works with it just like a uni ball pen and a big pile of photocopy paper so that that would be almost like if he were to draw he was to draw an artist I imagine big pile of paper pen but that's I don't know that's ages ago isn't it I don't I think he's more sculptural now and I know I don't, I honestly don't know I, I, I uh, had a zoom call no no that's untrue that's not what I had I had a uh, I went on a talk that he did online oh, recently yeah recently like a couple of weeks ago but this isn't going to help me forget about him at all. But carry on. <laughs> but no, he 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 just talk, he he was still talking about drawing. Like I think right. it's a major part of his practice. Um, yeah, to be just dribbling. That's good. Incorrect. That's good. I always thought when he started doing other stuff, I thought, well, that's if I could just do the uni ball thing in a big pile of photocopy paper, and that was the best thing I could do. Just do that because. You've just got that direct line, haven't you? You don't have to think about, oh, well, if I paint this pink and this, what colour should that be? And is it, I don't know. And then when you exhibit, just it just like farts out, standard frames, loads of them. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> in a good way, in a completely good way. I'm trying to think how that in any so way. So it's not about the room being an experience or an installation or anything like that. It's just... You're viewing it in the purest way that he's making it. He draws it, he selects it, someone else hangs it, and he just keeps drawing. He doesn't even have to show up. That was another question that you posed, wasn't it, about pure? Uh, which I, oh, find, yeah. I find offensive. <laughs> Good. Is it purer to make your own materials, and what do we mean by pure drawing? Or something well, like- I'm just taking that high ground because I'm making my own materials now. So I'm, 
I've decided, I've decided <laughs> to take that moral stance because I'm skin and I'm making my own ink, not like an octopus. And um, <laughs> <laughs> although that would be that would be more valuable, probably. Although there's marketing issues. <laughs> um, I just did a webinar on all. <laughs> they didn't cover any of that. Um, yeah, so. I'm just taking that moral high ground. I'm just like, um, I make my own pens, make my own ink that I make from gathering acorns on a kayak up a river. So, and you don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to say that that makes me purer. Oh, man. But what does... Your, your art materials have obviously been other people have touched them. You know, <laughs> rubby hands have been all over and they come all over the, from all over the place. You don't know who's ever been <clears throat> fondling them and grinding them. They could have been stomped <laughs> on in Russia and then hit up in Bratislava and then moved over through Holland. You know what I mean? All comes from trees. Yeah. Apart from, apart from the iron sulfate, which <laughs> is from some sort of uh it's like all the ingredients are so pure it's like um acorns rainwater um uh gum arabic which is you know you can eat it and um and uh, iron sulfate which just takes the edge off it a bit a little bit but, you know. but if i dug the iron out of the ground it would do the same thing i think i just have to find a source of iron <laughs> dripping, out, dripping out the walls no that's not unrealistic in cornwall no, no, I can't imagine you. I mean, that would really uh, take the Breaking Bad analogy <laughs> to another level, I think, if you were mining iron. Eh? Mining, mining. Yeah, it's pretty pure, though. And then all the people who were just, like, making things with trees, I'd be like, yeah, you're not really mining, though, you mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that pure, you know. I don't, I mean, until, until you get a couple of metres down... <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, do, 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 you, does that make it better? Does it, and, and also, um, are, are you just then not falling for that old trap, which is defining drawing by its materiality, like it's to do with the materials? Um, it ain't. Well, it's interesting because they're the most... Um, you, there's another way of looking at it. You could say the purest materials, and you'd be right, the purest materials are the most expensive ones. So the purest oil paint is literally the most expensive oil paint. But I'm saying the purest, the purity is in the sort of owning it and gathering it in, and the way that I draw is quite improvised, and you making your sticks, and then you drawing the things that you're drawing. Yeah. It's all very kind of pure. It, there's no outside influence. I could still do that if I was homeless. Yeah. But then would that make it any better? That's the thing, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it's... No, no. It's so, unfiltered. It's untampered by anything else, but... I don't know. Again, it's that thing of, well, if I was religious, it would. Because I could... I could attach it to various religious doctrines that say that being an ascetic and going without stuff and you know, not having, denying yourself things is, is a pure way to the truth of your spiritual 
journey sort of thing. So denying yourself the uh, the luxury of going to W. H. Smiths and buying them. Well, no, it comes back to the comes back to the. Um, oh, I've forgotten its name again. Shrigley. <laughs> no, um, it comes back to the yeah, the the, the thing of of the purity of it's like goes materials brain drawing and it's really direct isn't it it's a pure current if you like you might say like the current is has a purity to it the flow the flow see Shrigley would be less pure because he buys his pens down the shop maybe I don't know (laughs) I don't know why why would he be well I don't know no I don't know if he would be no I just don't agree that the the act of drawing is purely about materials. Oh, not purely about materials, but it's definitely a consideration. It has to be. Oh, no, it totally has to be. But the idea that, like, you have to give responsibility to the materials and you have to let them do what they want to do. I don't know what you mean by responsibility. Well, I reckon a drawing is, is an, like, and it, its basic level is 50% your responsibility and 50% of the material's responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes bad, <laughs> you can you blame the material. Bad, so you're just a bad workman blaming his tools. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And then saying it doesn't even matter what the material is, you could use any old shit. <laughs> just fucking stick it at Cowboy Builder. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't me. It was, I think the plaster is at least 50% <laughs> responsible for why your ceiling's fallen down. <laughs> no, I don't think that could be the case. No, I, I, I would say I earn, no, you earn the materials, don't you? I do, I earn it. I'm like, well, I literally, that's maybe that's why I make me own materials because I'm like, don't fuck with me. No one to blame except me. Yeah. So they're not responsible because I'm responsible for making them. So who's responsible? They're cleverest clogs. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> Do you see what no, I mean? Yeah, if but I've made them, then I'm responsible. But you're going to for the making of them. So when you're saying they're then responsible for the drawing by fifty percent, well, I'd say well, I own the material because I made it. They're responsible fifty percent for the marks because you, because. <laughs> The like, let's you've got a piece of charcoal, it's a burnt stick, and you try and make it do a mark of a biro, it can't do it, and vice versa, right? So, uh, it doesn't matter how you must you force it, it's not going to make that mark. So, in order to get a drawing, the noun, (laughs) then, um, the, the marks that have been made. Uh, there's a responsibility. <laughs> no, I'm saying that out loud. It sounds stupid. There's a responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem with talking. 